These are the names of our Synod Evangelization team members who, in keeping with the Lord's command, are being sent by the Church of St. Albert to preach the gospel and to call forth other parishioners, family, friends, and neighbors to renewed life of our Lord Jesus. Please stand as your name is called. Greg Backstrom. Jeannie Backstrom, Rick Cozy, uh, Betty Mattress, Brenda O'Donnell, Jack Steffel, Patty Vorderbrugger, and Jean Wold. And we also have Charles Foster, uh, Gabby Ilka, uh, Rachel Timberman, and myself as members of the evangelization team. You may be seated. I'm grateful I'm very grateful for your members for your yes. Not only to helping me, but also helping the Archbishop implement the Synod. Today for my homily I want to actually talk about this Sacred Heart image. As we know the the month of June is the month of the Sacred Heart. It's the month in which we <clears throat> can meditate in a particular way upon this image right here. So can you see it in the back, Mark? You good? Okay, very good. So this image is, was, so St. Margaret Alacoque in the 17th century had received visions from our Lord Jesus. And she had received this image right here in one of those visions, in those visions <clears throat> she had been commissioned, she, she wanted an image like that made. And what's beautiful about this image is that you see the Lord Jesus right here, but then you also see him pointing his hands to his sacred heart. It's like, it's an invitation to show us, to, an invitation for us to meditate upon that, to get to know that his sacred heart through this image right here. What can we know about this image? Well, there are a couple of things that I want to point out. One is that we see here, if you, I'm not sure if you can see this in the back, but you can see it, his heart is glowing. It's almost like it's on fire. And you can see around it the, <clears throat> the yellowish kind of colors, the, the, the lighter colors, to show that it's glowing. Sometimes, I, uh, sometimes when I, uh, in the life of a couple, of a married couple, they, like before they're married, they have, one of them has a desire for the other. They desire him so much that it like burns in, their, in their, their heart, their chest, burns for them. They desire them so much to be with them and married to them. Well, that's a little taste of what this sacred heart, what Jesus is like for us. That he burns out of desire for you and for me. He desires you and to to come to know him so much that his heart is aflame with that burning desire, a desire for us to know him and to love him 
and to serve. And, and we see here beautifully that reflected in this image right here, that burning kind of heart right there. So that's the first thing, that he has an intense desire for you and me, more intense than we can even ever imagine. God is God. He is infinite. We are finite creatures. God burns with that infinite love for you and for me. And that, that heart of Jesus is that image of that love, that love of the Father. So firstly, that desire. Secondly, we see what love will go through to show that love. We see what Jesus will go through to show that love. We see here in his, his heart, there's not only, you see the cross right there, right there, if you can see him in the back, you'll, you can get a chance to see him after Mass is done. I'll have it up here. You can pray in front of it if you like. But you can see the cross right up there above his sacred heart. We also see the crown of thorns around his heart, but then we also see the piercing of the heart that he had while he was on the cross and the blood flowing forth from that heart. We see here that Jesus came to die for us. He came to die for us and to show us that love in that sacrificial way. You know, we all come to live all of us who are born right now are coming to live. We want to live. We nourish ourselves. We, we sleep. We eat. We have a family to help us with our psychological well-being. We need fellowship with one another. We need relationship to help nourish that love and to help bring us that life. God came to die. Jesus came to die for us. That was his mission. It was not necessarily to live for himself. He was, not necess- he was not to live for himself. But it was to die to himself. God himself, he is up in heaven right now. God the Father right now. He could have been okay living there by himself. The Holy Trinity right there by themselves. But yet we see here that he reached out to us. He made creation in the beginning of, of time. That he also had, well, he knew from the very beginning of time that we would fall and we would sin against him. That we would mess up his plans. But yet he created us anyway. We see then that he, sa- he sent his son Jesus to not only bring us from our state of being a natural human being, a natural creature, but he came to bring us elevated He elevates us with Jesus so that you and I can become like God now if we follow Jesus and we love him. We want to serve him, come to know him in a relationship with him. That's what Jesus came to do. So in the very beginning of creation, God created us, yes, in human beings, but yet with Jesus, he elevated us. He brought us to being like God That's how much a gift of Jesus is in our lives. That you and I can become like God. That you and I can become like God, showing that sacrificial love to each other and for God himself. And we beautifully, we see here in this reading, the first reading, we'll put this image down here. 
we see here in the second reading, I should say, that what this love does. It says, brothers and sisters, Paul says that is, rejoice, mend your ways, encourage one another, agree with one another, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Create one another with a holy kiss. All the holy ones greet you. Rejoice. Be people of joy, of, of happiness. Smile. Smile. Mend your ways. We need to grow in repentance. We need to repent of our sins. We need to repent of ways that offend God and offend each other. Mend our ways. And encourage one another. Affirm one another. That's what marks the difference between a Christian and a non-Christian. They go out, we Catholics go outside of ourselves to love the other. And that's, why I, that's what I loved about Net Ministries, because that's where I experienced that love. On my teammates. And I hope these teammates here are able to show that same love to each other. Same thing with the staff here. Same thing with others here. Met, agree, and then encourage one another. Agree with one another. Be focused on the truth. Be focused on living the truth, even when that means detriment to ourselves. Sometimes being honest with ourselves before God and before others is a cross. And that's a beautiful cross to carry. Be willing to do that. Because it's only in being honest with ourselves can we truly grow. And can we truly know God himself. And then he says here, live in, in peace. Live in peace and the God of love and peace will be with you. Be reconciled with one another. Forgive each other. That's where true peace will take place. If you want deep, and if we want a relationship to go deeper with one another, do that. Yes, to err is human, but to forgive is divine. When we forgive each other, we are able to mend those relationships and grow deeper with one another. So we see here beautifully that, well, what, what love is like in this reading. So that's a little bit of the cross, the second aspect of this image. The third aspect that I want to talk about, and finally, I want to talk about is that this love bear fruit, bears fruit. This love bears fruit. We see here that this love brought Jesus to fulfill the Father's will perfectly in his life. So much so that it brought all of us, the church, established the church here on earth, brought the Holy Spirit upon us to guide us into that truth. This fruit will, be, will sometimes be visible for us. Other times we're not going to be able to see this fruit. But know that there is fruit there. If we come to carry this cross, experience this cross, this love that Jesus had, has for us, there will be fruit there. It'll be fruitful. And I'm praying for you team members that this, our efforts here with the Synod may bear fruit in our lives, not only for you individually, but also for all of us as a parish. And what's, interesting, what's beautiful is that we get this month of June to meditate upon this image. And I think it's very important for you, for you teammates, for you Synod Evangelization team members, to really do that this month of June. Because you are called upon, you have been given the grace, and you're saying yes to the Lord to say, I want to follow you. I want to love you. I want to show this love to each other. 
I want to show this love that I've received from God to the whole, our whole parish to bring this evangelization initiative and this synod initiative into our parish. That's what you are all called, you as teammates, as synod team members, are called to do. I know it's going to be challenging. You cannot do it perfectly. Praise God. Thanks be to God for that, because we would not need Jesus if we, didn't, if we could do it perfectly. But be people of prayer, be people of confession, people of the sacraments, and we'll be able to see that love of the Sacred Heart in and through you and through us, teammates. Praise and thank God for this Sacred Heart image given to St. Margaret Mary Alicote. And let's use this month of June to meditate upon this image, how much of a burning desire God has for us. And how much of a, yes, sometimes it causes us to take up the cross. And that's Okay. That's the way we show God's love, and yet this love will be fruitful. We know that because we are here as a church, experiencing that love of God. You may ask yourself, why, am I bringing, why is Father bringing this up on the Holy Trinity Sunday? Well, that image right there is an image of God's love, of the Trinity love, a physical image. If you want a better, represent, if you want a better sign of that, go to the Adoration Chapel. The Eucharist is that love of the heart of Jesus that we see in that image of the sacred heart. As we come to this altar and as we, see, we receive this Eucharist, this gift, let's meditate upon the sacred heart of, of Jesus. Let's ask our Lord to ever conform our hearts to this sacred heart and this gift of the Eucharist. Let's be that sacrificial offering for God and for each other so as to experience the fruits of his love.